This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome to another edition of The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, we're getting you set for a loaded weekend. NBA Finals, Stanley Cup, baseball. We're a week away from the U.S. Open. We got to talk about the PGA Live merger. Champions League Final in Istanbul on Saturday. And the Belmont. How are we going to cram it all in in just an hour? We're going to do our best. Mike, it's uh, always a pleasure to be alongside and we've got a loaded weekend here a beautiful summer weekend to talk sports with everybody great to talk to you Carm as usual my buddy Eric I mean my god this is a, a cornucopia of a bunch of good guys getting together to talk sports and let me tell everybody this I'll just sum it up like I did on North to North today I said basically Babe Ruth strike out Mick Jagger gets a sore throat every so often <laughs> it's a wrong note the odds couple we had a losing week but Ruth, Mick, Carmen, and me, you think this is a little arrogant, are synonymous with success. That's right. So we bounced back, and that's what we do this week. But it was not one of our better weeks. I mean, we basically yeah. got blanked. Yeah, it happened. Even Joe DiMaggio went over four a couple of times for crying Sinatra. out loud. I mean, come on. Sinatra missed a note. I wasn't going to say anything. I saw him at the I, desert I, I, would, I wouldn't either. I mean, after the show, he goes, how did I do? I wasn't going to say not good. That's all I got. You know, but that's the last thing you want to say. Unbelievable. It's yep. been, uh, it, we're going to bounce back this week as we always do. I love do. bouncing back. We are going to do it. We got a lot to talk about. We got a big game for tonight uh, down in South Beach. Nuggets and Heat. We'll break down that game. We'll love talk it. to Luke Pergandy. Jim Miller's going to give us Belmont picks. Uh, so we got a UFC card. I mean, there really is. It's and a we UFO could, sighting. And a UFO sighting, exactly. I love it. We could spray to all fields. I wanted you uh, to be able to take a second here on the Ads Couple and talk about the biggest development of the week. You know, I, I wasn't even born when, and I know you've experienced all this, yeah. Mike, but I wasn't born when the AFL and the NFL merged. I'm too young to really remember the ABA merging with the NBA uh, this is the biggest sports merger of, you know, for those of us who are about my age, the biggest sports merger of our lifetime. It kind of came out of nowhere. That was the amazing thing. We've talked a lot of golf. We like talking about it. You love yep. gambling on golf. Yep. Uh, this live thing was uh, wild the way it all came together. If I'm Rory and some of those guys, I'm pretty aggravated. And I'm wondering from the PGA, hey, where's my money? Because I turned down $150 million to go play over there. And I went to bat for you. What did you make of the developments of earlier this week? Well, outside of uh, what happened to them, if you're in the media, you've had the rug pulled from you. If you've worked with uh, any kind of radio or TV or management entity, if you've worked long enough, sooner or later something happens. You know what I mean? You get new management, this or that happens. I mean, you know, that's just the way it is in the entertainment field. I mean, there's a, you, you read every single day, so-and-so is going to be in a movie. And he's going to sign, and then all of a sudden you find out, no, he never got it. Somebody else is getting it. But this is the height of betrayal. Mm. Uh, Monahan, to me, uh, look, look, all I'm going to say is this. he If he didn't get at least $50 million in an envelope, okay, then you know what? And he just betrayed his his people, and it's a player's league or was. And now everybody's in shock because he went and snuck off mm. to London. Snuck off for three days. There was only a few people 
around. I saw both the man in charge of Saudi Arabia's uh, uh, public money, so to speak. Are you kidding me? And Monahan together. I know who's running the show. It's the guy with the uh, with the money. So it's it's a shame what happened. I think that the players should have a union. I think that if they wanted had any guts at all, they'd boycott some of the events. Uh, nothing's in stone yet. Something was going to leak out. Phil knew about this a week ago, Mickelson, because he tweeted some stuff out like, hey, you're going to see what something big's going to uh, happen. Did Rory know anything about it? He's been sort of quiet, but then he wasn't because right. now basically he is staying with the PGA. I like that he's got the cojones to do that. Greg Norman is supposedly out. Well, he better get a big payoff because guess what? He took a shot uh, to the bow more than once. I just think it's the act of betrayal by Jay Monahan. Mm. I think he's a Judas, period. Yeah, it's uh, it was pretty wild the way that whole thing came together at the last minute, uh, just seemingly out of nowhere. Oh, it didn't come uh, together at the last minute, Carm. It just leaked out. I guess it just leaked out. And they had to out, say yeah. something. Yeah, I guess, they, I guess you're right. They probably were fearful. There were a fearful. bunch of rats. Yeah, they were probably fearful that as more people were going to start to know outside of that group of three or so that you talked about, like that they were going to have to say something because it was going to Can leak I out. just quote a movie yeah. of my a man was on the phone, and I, I'll just say this, and Carmen will know. Hey, Salvi, is this you? <laughs> Your mother sucks giant blank, okay? That's what Monaghan is. That's right, right. And, and a week before the U.S. Open, you know. Oh, come uh, on. Before one of the biggest golf tournaments of the year. He sold out, everybody. Yeah. And now yeah. I, I hear the guys on the golf channel trying to legit. It's going to be good down the line. You know what I'm sick of hearing? Ten years down the line, it's, everybody's going to be better off. Why? So nobody's better off right now. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Public relations hit number one. The PGA looks weak and worthless, and, and, and Saudi Arabia's got the money. Now, does it stop with golf? Am I going to be reading that oh, the oh, uh, Major I, League I, Baseball I, I, yeah. has signed the deal? Where they're going to have a team, or they're going to bring or, or an owner, you know, like think Absolutely. about that. They own an EPL team already. I believe it's Newcastle. But how United. about Messi, huh? Oh uh, well, how about that news? How Whoa. about my guy about Messi? Now everybody's going bikes a soccer expert. Now listen, I go back to Willie Roy in the Chicago State. There Don't we go. There we I go, go back to Lee Stern. I go back to Carl Heinz Granitza, Pato Marchetti. Oh, yeah. You don't have to tell me about soccer because I've been sold soccer was going to make it in this country for the last fifty years, and I knew it wasn't when I went to a Sting game, and there was eleven people going hello. Okay, but the bottom line is. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom line is for Messi to turn down 1.6 billion. Look, it's crazy from the Saudis to play in Miami. I don't care what he gets. He because he didn't feel right tells you all you need to know about Jay Monahan. Mm. Period. The Messi news was another one that was. Oh, like, he's a hero. Lionel Messi's coming. To, did you see the ticket prices when they come to Soldier Field in October to play the Fire? The game before sure. you can get them for thirty bucks. For that game, they're going for like three hundred, four hundred. Let me tell you something. They'd have to play at Horner Park and pick me up to watch. To have me watch them. But I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this. Joe Namath was different in in a way, but in then and then he wasn't, Karen, because the AFL didn't have a lot of power. But when they beat the NFL, they became legit. If they don't beat them, who uh, knows what happens, yeah, you know? Right. Yep. What I'm going to tell you is it was going good the way it was. 
I liked I liked the Live Tour, and this year they're going on with their plans, like nothing happened with Live. So they're going to be on TV that had no ratings, None. no sponsors, nobody's watching, no them. money, yeah. and then here comes the PGA out of nowhere to rescue it, it's them. It's crazy. It's, it's like a rat deal. Yeah, you're right. It's like where's the threat really? Rat it, deal. It, it's wild. There's now, been there's been. Believe me when I tell you, folks, it's a rat deal. It's Here. bad. It's bad. It's bad. Now, some of the live guys have played very well this year. Look, Brooks Kepka's won, they, uh, won a major. He was nameth. If they don't win. Yes, yes there if, could be. If he doesn't win, I don't think anything's going on right now. But And I'm hearing about the lawsuits. Well, you know what? They, they didn't want to show the public money, the Saudis. There's rules, and sure. they didn't want to follow them. Yeah. But the PGA said, you know what? Let's get on our knees and forget about it. Yeah. And we don't want to be involved in lawsuits. So Jay Monahan cuts a deal behind everybody's back. Unacceptable. Do you think any of the live guys show out at the U.S. Open next week? Brooks Kepka's the third choice behind Scheffler and Rahm at about 11 to 1. You can find DJ at about 30 to 1 as they go out to Los Angeles next week to tee it up. When we're on next Friday, they'll already have uh, round one in the books. These guys have done well. Look, Phil played well. Uh, at a major this year. Brooks okay. won one, finished second and one. Can Patrick Reed's finished in the top ten in both the majors so far this year. What do you I think? I know what it's like to lose money that's been on the table. And if you're Roy McIlroy, if you're Tiger Woods, okay, if you're any of those guys that was offered money and you turned it down, it's going to leave a lot to be desired. And I would think that, yeah, hmm. they're still going to make a natural rivalry term. And I think that both I think there's going to be tension. I do. I'm sorry. You just don't do this to somebody. And I think Monahan eventually is going to be out, don't you? I would think. It sounds like the, the, the player, the rank and file, even the top wow. guys are very upset with everything. Yeah, I DJ would think so. Cobb was more honest on On the Waterfront if you've ever seen the movie. <laughs> are you kidding me? That's a great reference. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's good. DJ Cobb looks like a choir boy. That's a great reference. Great Joey Lamata looks like an honest promoter. It's going to be interesting next week when all eyes uh, are going to be, you know, oh, or, yeah. I should say more eyes on the golf world at the U.S. Open. Look, they're in Canada at the RBC this weekend. It's not as big of a draw. It's not as big of a tournament. Next week's going to be interesting for sure. Yeah. When we come back, we'll talk to our guy, Luke Pergandy. Uh, we'll find out what's hot at Prop Swap. We got to do a deep dive into game four. Uh, Mike and I have spent so much time over the years talking about this Denver team and Joker. Yeah. Uh, historic stuff in game three. We know We're it. Gonna, we did. We called it a couple of years ago. Yep. We're going to preview game four tonight. Talk some baseball. White Sox have an interesting interleague series yeah. with the Marlins rolling into town. I smell the playoffs. Oh, boy. Mm, we'll boy, get into that. We Don't worry. We'll get into that. <laughs> Plenty to discuss. we got a lot to do today, folks. we got a loaded weekend of sports to break down, so we're going to try to talk about all of it. Don't go anywhere. We're just getting warmed up. We are the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago on FM 100.3 D2, the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside this week's edition of The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Get us all weekend long on demand on the great ESPN Chicago app. Make sure you have it on your smart device that is free. You can catch up on our great podcast, all the original content, all the shows. You don't want to miss it. So make sure you have it downloaded on your phone today. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you each and every week. Rolling into a loaded weekend. And there's a lot happening at PropSwap.com and the PropSwap app. 
A lot to look forward to next week with the U.S. Open. We know how big golf is on the app. To talk about all that, we have one of our favorite guests who joins us on the CarX Tire and Auto Guest Hotline, Luke Pergandy. What's <laughs> about the golf? Hi, Carm. Hey, Mike. What's, What's up, up bud? It's uh, we got a, what a weekend! Uh, Champions League final, U.S. Open is next week. NBA Finals game four tonight. Mike and I are going to do a deep dive into that game. We talked a little bit about this guy who had uh, an interesting parlay. He's got two legs of it in already, if I understand it correctly. He picked Argentina to win the World Cup back in December. That hit. He's got Denver uh, winning the West. That has hit. And I think he's got the Golden Knights. And they were, what, a minute and a half away from going up 3 nothing in the Stanley Cup final. Is this the guy that's like the diehard Knights fan and he feels like he's going to put some bad mojo on them, bad juju on them if he sells that ticket, Luke? That is correct, Carm. That is absolutely correct. Huge Golden Knights guy. Been in Vegas for, I think he's been there for like 15 years, so he's just kind of adopted the team. And um, Yeah, he's had tons of Golden Knights tickets over the years that he's never sold because he thought that, mm. you know, the other four times when they lost that um, he was going to put some bad juju on them. Obviously, they, they haven't pulled it off yet. They were super close to going up 3-0. Matthew yep. Kachuk, uh, son of Keith Kachuk, legendary Phoenix Coyotes, uh, uh, he's now, I believe he's now in front office, but, um, yeah, Matthew Kachuk had different ideas. So they, of course, uh, it's now two to one, uh, still in Florida. Yeah, I bet that game last night and I lost that game, but you know what? I bounced back, thank God, with the Angels, had one eye open mm, all night. Oh yeah, I woke up at 12 at night to, uh, at midnight wondering if the Cubs lost. You know, I mean, that's the kind of nonsense we go through, folks. But let me ask you about Live Golf now in the PGA. I know that uh, if you dealt with Monahan, you'd probably have to have it on tape now, uh, Luke. But I mean, seriously, what a rat. But anyway, any uh, agreed. now agreed. All, all of a sudden... Uh, this year's live is going to continue on, but they're supposedly going forward. What's this do for your landscape? What's this do for the interest of golf? To be honest with you, I usually bet something on a Thursday or Friday at the tournament. I didn't even feel like betting it yesterday, but uh, the talk has really drowned out this tournament, and it might drown out the U.S. Open. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we talked about, you know, on this show a ton of, of what the appetite for Liv was. And the problem was just dis- distribution and ability to watch Liv sitting on your couch, you know, without having to stream it mm-hmm. on your computer. So people just weren't gambling on it because they weren't watching it. So, you know, I, I'd imagine that there's a ton of details still to be ironed out with this. But I imagine that the TV distribution question for Liv slash PGA, whatever they're calling the new entity, will be solved. So, yeah, I think it's nothing but going to boost the sports betting handle again um, because you'll be able to you know watch it on, on broadcast TV, CBS, NBC. What's next week looking like? U.S. Open's in L.A. We'll get some primetime golf. It's always fun when it's out on the West Coast. Scotty Scheffler's your favorite. Rom is your second choice. Kepka, who's already won a major and finished second in the other this year, is about 11-1. to 1. We always talk about the, the, the kind of incredible odds that you can get when you look at uh, these types of events, the field is so strong. I mean, a player like Victor Hovland, you can get it almost 20 to 1. Uh, I think it's why it makes golf so big on your app, on PropSwap, because of the kind yeah. of action that you could get. So what are the uh, what are the early tickets looking like? Who is everybody trying to get, I guess, right now, you think, Luke? Yeah, so quick story of last week at the Memorial. Scotty Scheffler, at the end of Friday, was 170 to 1 odds. And fast forward to Sunday, uh, late Sunday afternoon. He was even money. Scotty Shepard, 171, end of the round on Friday. 
And by Sunday afternoon, he was even money. Like, that is the type of thing that if you can take advantage of that, and, and you know, we're talking about the hottest golfer in the world. It's yeah. not, you know, some schmo who's 80th, you know, uh, world ranking. It's Scotty Scheffler. Those are the types of things that if you can grab these golfers at really long odds. We had one guy, he bought a Scotty Shuffler ticket on Friday for 10 bucks. And they sold it for eight hundred. That's awesome. On Sunday, unbelievable. Like those are the types of things. And, and Scotty didn't win. Victor Hovland won. So these are just examples of like you know superstar golfers that just look like they're out of it on Thursday or Friday and storm back over the weekend. And you can just flip it on props off for a huge profit. Yeah, McCarthy looked like me the night that the cops picked me up for breaking curfew uh, when I was 14 years old, around <laughs> Soho 17 or 18. Forget about yeah. it. I mean, and I bet him live. I've been winning the last three weeks, but betting live, sometimes you could get burned, and that's what happened to me. But let me ask you real quick, Luke, about Denver and uh, and Miami mm-hmm. now. Uh, sort of like Miami people in limbo right now. I wouldn't want to buy a Miami ticket mm-hmm. right now. You hang on to it, and you're praying tonight for a victory. Victory, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I, for sure. You, I, you certainly need the victory tonight. Three-one against uh, you know the highest-scoring team is is going to be a problem. I think they have a shot, you know, to pull it off. I'm not ready to rate them off yet. You can you can find the Heat at plus six fifty right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, you got to remember this mm-hmm. team was two hundred to one going yep. into that Bulls you know playing game. So this just because you know you're selling at six to one, which I understand. He could have sold him at two to one going yep. into this. So you're like, well, like, why would I sell now? It's like, well, the answer is you got him at two hundred to one or a hundred sure. to one. You're still making twenty x. You could also, you, pay, you, know? you could also, if you have a Denver ticket, now's the time to sell maybe the Denver ticket, right? Sure. And you're up yep. two to one. Yeah, minus a thousand. So you know, mm-hmm. if you had a eleven hundred dollar ticket, you can sell it for a thousand dollars. Like you're leaving very few dollars on the table by locking in that profit and, you know, again, sell it for a thousand and put, put, you know, 800 back on Denver. Just, just take something off the table. Yeah. I'd be looking to, that's exactly what I'd be looking to do. And I'd always be looking to make sure I lock in a little profit. And uh, how about champions league tomorrow? Will we see some action during the game on that? Yeah, we do. We do for sure. Soccer is growing. Like people always ask me, like, what's the status of American sports betting on soccer? Like it grows every year. Like some other sports are kind of flat. You know, um, I'd say NBA is around flat. It's it's small uptick. Uh, something doesn't help when you got a Denver Miami championship. Just not as much sex mm-hmm. appeal as you know, like a Boston LA series or something. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, we'll we'll see soccer betting absolutely. All right, Luke, have a great weekend, and we'll catch up again next Friday, buddy. Okay, sounds good, guys. Have a nice weekend. See you, bud. <laughs> Gambling keeps me away. That's right. Hey, we're looking to see if the Cubs I don't know losing. if soccer's grown as big as cornhole has. Well, I think Luke. I mean, my God, Cornell's on like national TV. The game we played like in the parking lots and uh, in yeah. the Forest Preserve. Yeah, no, I and think, now uh, you got some guy who didn't uh, know his name three days ago. He's champ, and he's got like patches, and he's uh, got everything. I would love to see some of the market data and the research on like what Luke was saying about the appetite for gambling on it, though. I think you're right about like just the general idea of soccer being popular in terms yeah. of viewership in this country and certainly American soccer, like the MLS. But I, I would love to see the trend. Luke's probably got I don't have any it. interest in betting that there's golf, there's yeah. football, there's bad. I, I think among you, young fans, though, Mike, I bet you you'd see a big spike in soccer betting over the last couple of years amongst young, young fans. Young fans don't even want to go out and say hi to people anymore. <laughs> they want to stay behind closed doors and turn on their phones. And bet on soccer, I guess. Come I don't on, know. you know how much fun it is to go out and have 
hang out? Of course. I made a life out of it. Uh, right, What's wrong exactly. with everybody? Oh, what happened? That's great. What has happened, everybody? I don't want to go to the office. They want to that be shut the ins. fun of it. They want to be shut ins. The fun was hanging out with 40, 50 people, of man. Of course. Come on. When we come back, let's break down game four. <laughs> we'll get into Nuggets Heat a little bit, uh, talk about the Joker and just the epic run. Oh, he's on some of the I historical stuff that he's doing. Talk a little baseball. We got our best plays later on. And Jim Miller from Hawthorne is going to give you a Belmont pick. So don't go anywhere. We're just getting uh, we're just getting going here, folks. We got a lot to do still. It's Mike and Carmen. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap. The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swab. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, every weekend. Get us on demand on the ESPN Chicago app. We will have the Encore replay Saturday afternoon after White Sox baseball here in your home for the Sox, ESPN 1000. Uh, and, of course, the ESPN Chicago app. On 4.30 or so, you'll get an Encore replay of the Odds Couple. Uh, game four, NBA Finals. Tonight, Friday night, as we record, Mike, the Heat getting about three and a half at home tonight. The total keeps coming down. Not surprisingly, it is all the way down to 211. The Nuggets are 4-0 straight up and against the spread in their last four road games in these playoffs. That goes back to game six in Phoenix in the conference semis, games three and four in Los Angeles against the Lakers in the Western Conference final, and now game three a couple of nights ago in Miami. They have been very, very impressive here on the road. I'll tell you where Miami's been impressive Bouncing back after a loss. Miami is 5-2 and two straight up against the spread following a straight-up loss Turn in the postseason the night, so far. The party's <laughs> is this it? This is the end? Turn this is the, the end. I mean, I, 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 I still want people to tell me Scottie Pippen's uh, the second best, uh, second banana who ever lived. No, Kevin McHale was up there with mm. Larry Bird. I can name them all night long. You know, Kareem or, or Worthy with Magic, uh, you know. Uh, and then you got this Murray guy with Joker, mm. okay? So pick your poison whichever way you want to go. I don't think I've seen a guy with as quick a release, uh, an outside shooter who gets a little bit, well, not a little bit, a, a nice pick, finds about a split second to release the ball, jumps when he shoots it. He, you know, it's not really a set shot. Mm -mm. And boom. And then you got the Joker who just can do whatever he wants. I think, you know, I got a pick for this game or for the... Oh, and I have the series right now yes. still on the balance at four games to one. Yep. Uh, plus 170. I'm worried, you know, I need, I need them to sweep. But mm. I think... I think Miami is is it's got they had some injuries crop up on them. They've had a long road. They've played a lot of games. And I still think the chip on the shoulders with the Denver Nuggets. But you never know, Carb. Like you said, Miami's bounced back before. And I've been burned by uh by by Denver. I got burned by Denver with the Miami win. So I mean, you know, you never know. Yeah. I just happen to My, think Denver uh, it's hard for me to think that Miami's gonna come back and win this. That I, I'll tell you. I'm with you. Uh they have shown a pension for bouncing back. I'm pulling for you and uh for these last two just for that Woo! bet. That's a nice little hit at almost two to one on your money. I'd yeah. like that for you. Um, I'm, well, I'll get it if they win tonight. Yeah, I think you probably will. Because going and, and back Jimmy home, Butler yeah. is not. I think he's I, had special games, but I, he's also been dog. You know what? I think his foot's bothering games. him too. I do. Not that well, that's an excuse. I mean, guys get hurt. Look, you got to play through it. And I think like Jimmy Jason is trying Tatum to play said, through it. Nobody wants to hear that. You know, they've been hurt. playing 
they've been playing basketball in this league going back to the 40s. You're talking about, I don't know the exact number, but you're talking about tens of thousands yeah. of, of NBA games. I've seen, I've seen the main guys. Tens of thousands, Mike. I and mean, I mean, Chamberlain. I think would be a hell of a matchup between him and the Joker. Believe me, Chamberlain led the league in assists one year. Yep. So I don't want to hear about who's the better passer. Chamberlain could pass with the and he'd do it with one hand. He'd hold it up. But the Joker is a guy that I, I mean, and they haunted Chamberlain because he could only win two titles. Yeah, uh, the Joker is sort of like deflecting. It's not about me. It's about our team. And you know what? I'm sorry. The ratings are up from last year. So everybody who thought that this would be a boring series, no, America loves this story yeah, right now. I thought, I thought game three and was... Then I, I hear the nonsense about him not being American. He's popular in this country, the Joker, right now. People like Effort, Murray. People like Effort and the underdog story. That's all it's about. I thought game three, even though the, you know they stretched the lead there and it wasn't much of a game late, I still thought there were very compelling things Absolutely. that were happening in that game. Uh, but in all the tens and tens and tens of thousands of games in NBA history, we saw an all-time first on Wednesday night. Murray, to your point about great duos, Murray and Joker oh. became the first teammates ever in any game in NBA history to have 30-point triple-doubles. Let me ask you something, and that's great. You're right about that. Do you think Jordan with Pippen could ever take 10 minutes off like the Joker can? And let Murray take over like he does with Murray take over. Pippen was a defender, and but he only averaged 16 points a game. If he got 21, 22 points, wow. You know, because he was playing with the guy that was a dominant sure, score. Sure, sure. Okay, so Jordan didn't need Pippen. It seems like as much because Joker gives a hundred percent. They sell, they let him sit on the sideline sometimes for four, five, six minutes. But then he has played more minutes in this series, and he did yes. the second half in this game. Yeah, in this past yep. game, uh, there are five thirty, twenty, ten triple doubles uh, in postseason history. Joker yeah. has three of them. Three of the five. Wilt and Kareem are the only other two. Right. So here's an interesting prop for tonight. Joker to have a triple-double by the end of the third quarter. You get four <laughs> times your money. Is that what we're doing now by the end of the third quarter? By the How end of the third quarter, that? Mike, you could get that prop right now on prop swap, on, uh, excuse me, on points bet and probably a few others. Joker to have a triple-double by the end of the third quarter is four to one. One I kind of like is, you know, Christian Brown had that great game off the bench, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, in Game 3. Michael Porter seems to be falling out of the rotation more. You can get he's Christian. He's been horrible. He's been he horrible. Uh, wait, he, 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 I, I, when I was coaching, I, I didn't like guys that loped. You know, the loping down the, after you miss a shot, you lope back and you take your time. He's a loper. I don't like the guy right now. I don't like his game. He does. He seems a little bit overwhelmed. Uh, it's just yeah. It, he it takes is, bad shots. He's he's kind of falling out of their rotation right he now. Should. It, it, Christian Brown to outscore him. You can get eight to one on that. Uh, Joker's over under point total is 31 and a half. It is juiced a little bit to the under. If you want to bet the over on that tonight, you'll lay 105. If he gets higher than that tonight, they might have a shot at losing. Hmm. You know, I, I'd like to see him have a 25-point, hmm. uh, 19 rebound. It's unbelievable. 12. No he big gets deal. gets them without you even noticing. No big deal. You know who's like him, though, in another sport? Who? That doesn't get the credit he should because we had this discussion with our friend Shay Norling last week. Aaron Judge. 
okay, is like, isn't he like the joker of, of baseball? He's on, if he's not playing, yeah. that Yankee team is 7-8 and eight yeah. right now, and they only score three runs it's, a game. It's, you're so right. It's the a, lineup changes, yeah. and he's playing in a heavy environment like New York, yeah. and he comes through. But if he's out of that lineup, isn't he like the joker? Yeah, there's a dramatic difference with Big or without difference. him. And the White Sox just got the benefit of that, well, let's face did we it. we get lucky with right? him. And by the way, folks, I smell some playoff cooking. How about oh, you? Oh, God. Huh? Well, I mean, can you imagine? Boston right now is 500 in East. <laughs> they'd be in first place in I this know, division. It's crazy. So, okay, so let's talk about this. So the White Sox are uh, back home now. They're hey, th- hey, holy mackerel. It's unbelievable. <laughs> they're three and a half back of the Twins. They're eight, How about that, they're everybody? Eight games, I think, below 500. They are three and a half games back. Minnesota's lost five hot. in a row. All of a sudden, I'm not afraid to bet them. I bet them in the first game yesterday and got the run line minus, uh, plus one and a half or minus one seven. That's, I'm not afraid to bet them. Gotta love that. And Min- I was afraid, I was terrified to bet them a month ago. Minnesota's lost five in a row. Tigers have lost six in a row to drop to fourth in Minnesota's the division. Minnesota's still the favorite in the division. I saw that this They morning. are. The Twins are on pace, ready, for 79.7 wins. They're your first place team right now. I'd be, the, I'd be leery of Cleveland. The Guardians are on pace. For 75.7 well, wins. had three homers. If he gets hot, look out. But he had three homers in one night. That's an anomaly. I'm yeah. The Sox are on pace for 71 wins. I mean, you're looking at uh, 81 wins is going to potentially win that division unless somebody goes nuts here. And I don't know if any of them are capable listen, of it. I mean, you're talking 81-82 wins is going to win that division. Listen, I was watching. I thought I was watching a Western Yesterday, and I saw Moncada in the mask. I raised, you know what I mean? I raised, I thought it was a Western. You know, the guy, I mean, all of a sudden now the air quality in this, but I like Eloy hitting the ball. Unfortunately, okay. he pulled up lame in the ninth inning in the well, second game. What else, what else is new, Mike? If he was a horse, it's oh my God. Saying, oh my God. He'd be finished. Okay. I watched Seabiscuit, okay? <laughs> He's Seabiscuit right now as, a, as, as, as when he, was, well, at least when he C- was built to lose. At least Seabiscuit rehabbed nicely. Yeah, I mean, oh, maybe they should just God. mow something around the tree and have him walk so, around it. Just, maybe he'll feel better. Just have Toby Maguire hot walk him <laughs> around the tree. I mean, my hot God. My God. I mean, I didn't know how. I mean, somebody might ask me to hot walk him, and because of the movie, I'll say, what are you? Why are you insulting me? I thought hot walking would be cool, right? And then he's chastising the horse. It's so great. Is it the horse's fault? Oh, my God. Uh, um, so the Sox have uh, the Marlins. The Marlins have won six in a row. Now those six in a row were against the, Marlins, they, they were against the Royals and the A's. But, uh, yeah, but still, what of the White Well, I, I will give the White Sox this. They swept Detroit, but they did well against the A's. They did. But without judge. Without judge makes a difference. Uh, the White Sox are going to face one of the great young prospects in baseball who just got called up a few weeks ago in Yuri Perez tonight. They've got their ace going. I like that Cincinnati shortstop. Oh, my God. How they, The third baseman. How much fun is he so far? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Ali De La Cruz. The guy can run. He can throw. He can hit for power. He doesn't get overwhelmed. I really enjoy Wait, watching kid, his He highlights. looks, I mean, he's so long and lean, but, that, I mean, really, he could, the, the, the way he swings, he attacks the ball, he hits he's it hard, he runs like a gazelle. Shortstop, man. It's unbelievable. I mean, that's what I was saying about Judge being a tall. I mean, usually guys that size are not baseball players. Yeah, I know he doesn't look Remember like Remember he said Jordan? I know Michael wasn't going to be a pro. I told him right to his face. I said, let's pretend that this is going to happen. But that doesn't matter. He was loping when Michael played. I mean, when I say he was so lanky and tall, Michael. And this guy, the shortstop, is built sort of like Michael was. He's incredible. Yeah. Uh, Just to watch him run. I mean, what an athlete. He reminds you a little bit of O'Neal Cruz in Pittsburgh, who unfortunately is hurt 
but same sort of like body type and with this like long body and slender. Body in baseball. So much, Mike. The Orioles catcher. I love I that love guy. I love him. I love him. I What's mean, they, name, uh, Adley Rushman. Yeah. They they got a team, man. I'm telling you, there's something. Hey, they've burned me a couple times. I mean, but like I said, thank God for the Angels last night. I was worried about, uh, I had to, and people that say they don't chase, I had to chase last night a little bit, and the, and the Angels came through. I'm disappointed in the Cubs. I am. Cubs have, uh, I mean, they can't Gabby, score runs, Gabby, Mike. Yeah, Swanson is hitting 260 now. They can't score runs. They can't score runs. They got uh, Stroman tonight against De Sclafani. Good matchup, but uh, Stroman's been good. I sort of lean the Cubs in that one. Stroman has been like Stroman's been really good. Yeah, he's locked in a little bit. He's, I sort of like the Cubs. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of been their stopper. Uh, yeah. Minus one ten both ways on the money line for Cubs and Giants. Yeah, he seems later comfortable, tonight. and you know, as as the guy, and he, he loves the organization. He says he wants to stay, and he's showing everybody maybe he deserves that. Yeah. All right, coming up next, Jim Miller's got a Belmont pick for everybody. We'll give you our yeah. best plays. Don't go anywhere. We got more to do. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on this week's edition of The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco every week. And every week we get to talk to one of the best handicappers in the country from Hawthorne Racecourse where there's always fun stuff happening between racing, live racing pretty much year-round, the sports book and everything else. Make sure you hit up Hawthorne. And we've got the third leg of the Triple Crown. And a race that's shaping up to be, it looks like, uh, more interesting than what happened at Pimlico a few weeks ago in the Preakness. We've got the Belmont this weekend to break it all down. The one and only Jim Miller. Jimmy! Uh, Carm, you were right about it just for the quality of race. The Belmont is a much better race than the uh, Preakness. And guys, would you have ever expected in your lifetimes that you'd say, we have to worry about smoke in the air? For the running of the Belmont Stakes. How is and that going to affect that, things? That's a real possibility. Is it, is it, Jimmy? They're tracking that? It, it, they are tracking. I mean, Belmont Park canceled live racing on Thursday, and they're hoping that things are going to clear in time for the weekend. But think about this. Humans breathing in that air, that's something that you can say, oh, my gosh, my lungs are burning a little bit. Horses, you kind of have to treat the same way. So, actually, Belmont Park closed the track for training on Thursday, tried to just keep all these horses inside their barns. But... It comes into things just like humans, guys. There's air purifiers going into the barns. Anything you can to just filter things out. Mm. It looks like it's going to be better yeah. in time for the Belmont, and I hope so because this is a great card on Saturday. Yeah, I checked it out, Jimmy, and uh, the weather seems to have uh, blown most of that stuff away. It's, it could always shift. Who knows? I don't know what the situation with the fire is now, but it's going to be clear. At least they'll be able to race. That's all that racing needs now would be this thing right. to happen yeah. and and to be canceled, but, uh, uh, you know, if I wanted to ask you about that because Secretariat, 50 years ago. Yep, I was 50 in, years. 50 years. Yeah, I was, on, I was in a bowling alley. Somebody says, were you bowling? No, it was 430. It was an eight-laner, Lambert's Bowl on Broadway, and uh, we, the TV was on on the shelf. We didn't have the, the screen, the flat <laughs> screens, and there was like 12, 14 of me, me and my buddies having some beers, and everything stopped, the people bowling everything, because everybody started yelling because he pulled away late. Everybody thinks that Secretariat – uh, you know, started out and just bolted away from everybody. That wasn't really the case. He was almost like a pace horse for a while, wasn't he? Well, and that was the thing about it. Early on in his career, they were still trying to figure him out. I mean, he, he right. lost his race before winning the Kentucky Derby. So wow. this is a horse yep. that took that time to mature. 
And now you're saying 50 years later, he probably still is the greatest racehorse of all time. But it's not like he went out there and was undefeated, won each and every race. He faced his adversity. He faced different challenges. And kind of the thing that you go back 50 years ago, Mike, everybody was talking about Sham and how Sham was the horse that was going to push him. And Sham was the horse that was going to beat him. Mm-hmm. And, and Sham took it to him early on in that Belmont Stakes, and then you found out just how good Secretary it was because the win by 31 lengths in any race Incredible. is ridiculous. Yeah. The win by 31 lengths in the Belmont Stakes is just absolutely insane. You'll never see a performance like that again. But he truly is. 50 years later, you can say he's still the greatest racehorse ever to set foot on the racetrack. Love watching that video of him yep. pull away and just uh, how big that win was 50 years ago, uh, 1973, at Belmont in New York. All right, so as we roll into the plays for Belmont weekend, you know, Forte, I do believe, is the favorite at 5-2. to two. Uh, Bears fans should, if you're going to make some bets, you should probably, for obvious reasons, just throw Forte in. I, of course, will be placing a wager on Il Miracolo at 30-1. to one. How can I not, Jimmy? Mike, you better bet yeah. it, too. Il, Mi- Il Miracolo, the miracle at 30-1. to one. Let's hope for the long can shots. You give me a, can you interpret for the people out in Radio the Land? The miracle. We got to bet that horse, yeah. Mikey, uh, in no, Italian. Believe, He's believe 30. me, at this late date, I'm happy to bet on any miracle. So, Jimmy, Boys, that horse is going to be a miracle if it wins the Belmont. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Jimmy. So you're saying I'm going to be throwing my $5 wager on the miracle right down the uh, the drain. That's okay. I'm going to put 5 bucks on him anyway. As we've seen with Rich Strike, as you've seen with Mayanette Bird, Giacomo and the Derbies, anything can happen. So you can't say it's impossible. I can tell you this. The horse should probably be somewhere between 60 and 80 to 1 in the race. Oh, wow. Okay. But the hey, thing Jimmy. about the horse... He's going to show speed, and when you can show speed in the Belmont, the Belmont, despite the distance, is a race that you have to be up close to win. So I'm not going to say never. I'm just going to say it probably would be a a real long shot. All right, so how are we we handling this? How are we betting this this weekend? So the Belmont's interesting because, like you mentioned, Forte is back. They scratched on Derby morning. They wanted to run in the Preakness, and the rules didn't allow it because they had to work to get off the veterinarians list. So now you're back here, and I do think Forte takes a lot of money. And because of that, I don't think there's going to be any value again. So I'm going to try to defeat Forte again. So the horse that I liked in the Derby that's back, that was the favorite in the Derby, that somehow sits as the third choice in the Belmont is the eight, Angel of Empire. So I'm going to play Angel of Empire across the board. And then I'm going to hook it up with a horse that ran really well in the Derby and kind of flew under the radar. That's the seven hit show. So I'm going to play an exact box, seven, eight, and then I'm going to play play the eight, Angel of Empire across the board and see how things unfold in the Belmont. All right, guys, so there's the uh, play from Jim Miller. The uh, Belmont Stakes, we're going to play the eight-horse Angel of Empire across the board. That's to uh, win, place, and show. And then a seven-eight exact-a-box hit show and Angel of Empire. Is that right, Jimmy? That's right, boys. Let's try to make some money, build it going forward, because... Hey, the White Sox are in the playoffs yeah, for the division, my Let's friend. Let's go, baby. 75 wins. They're going to get you a division title in the AL Central. <laughs> 81 in the Central, Mike. I think it is. Yep. Jimmy, we'll talk yep. to you next week, buddy. Thanks. You got it, guys. Good luck. Jimmy! There he is, Jim Miller on the Car X Tyron Auto Guest Hotline at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter Poor and Watch and Wager. Yeah, uh, nobody talks about Sham because yeah. he, 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 he could have been the greatest. It's like Ewing or the other guys when Jordan was playing. Yep. That's just the way it goes. All right, Mikey, let's do it. Let's roll into best place for the weekend. Let's bounce back. All right. Yeah, well, I told you, we don't do bounce back. We just we just do what we're capable of doing. We can't win every week, folks. The Bambino, Sinatra, they all had, they all had their shortcomings. We, we lost one damn week, right? Oh, I'm angry. Okay. <laughs> no, no. 
Anyway, I'm taking, I think the Indians are going to be a pick right now. They're plus 110. Logan Allen, 3-2, and 2.76 ERA going against the very good 7-1, 2.84 Christian Javier. I uh, will either take the money line, which should be around minus 170, but I wouldn't uh, mind taking Cleveland uh, with the, the plus 110 or the pick uh, tonight. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Cleveland there, the Guardians. We got that. I'm going to give a Champions League play. How about I this? I love Champions yeah, Let's kick that ball. I am going to give a Man City Inter Milan prop bet for everybody, the I Champions League jersey. final. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, both teams to score, you can get at even money. Both teams to score. It's going to be a 3-1 Man City final. Let's go with both teams to score a goal at even money in the Champions League final this weekend. Book it. I have already made that bet. Make that bet. That's what I'm telling and you. And I will also say this, folks, and I want you to know this from the bottom of my heart. I'm not going to save this for the bonus pick that will be on at 148 today. I'm not going to, if you want to listen tomorrow to us on the, on, on the station, I think we're on what time? 4.30? 4.30, yes. Yeah, and and, and uh, you, you can, but you know what? If you listen to our podcast, I'm taking the Denver Nuggets. There we I go. I mean, to me, uh, I think they're going to win t- tomorrow. Now, hey, I, I could get beat. They've been unpredictable. The money line right now at minus 160. I'm taking that off. Love it. Denver is the play. Sounds good. Uh, don't miss Mike's bonus play with Kermit and Yurko each and every Friday at about 145. Yeah, we got to come back from that one. I had a good couple weeks, and then we lost last week. We'll be all good, my yep. friend. Uh, all right, it's a loaded weekend, so everybody enjoy it. Thanks to Eric Ostrowski for producing yeah, the show. As always, guy. Luke Pergandy, Jim Miller. Everybody have a great weekend. And uh, Mikey will do it again next Friday. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.